Today on Better Health, I'm speaking with Dr. Patricia Ballone, who is a certified functional medicine practitioner, coach, chiropractor, speaker, and author. She has helped thousands over the last 35 years stop adapting their lifestyle to pain and chronic problems by focusing on the whole person. The result is that her clients and patients find out the why and the cause of the problem and identify the starting point, what, why, where, and how to begin their health journey to live longer, better, and healthier. Dr. Ballone is the founder and principal of Ask Dr. Pat Health Team Network, a company dedicated to skyrocketing your health, lifestyle, mindsets with strategies and programs that make sense and help you age gracefully, think, move, and feel better, and live longer and happier. You're definitely not going to want to miss this, so stay to the end. You're listening to the Better Health Podcast, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Better Health. Today I am speaking with Dr. Pat Ballone, who not only is so sweet, but is also a fellow Midwestern gal. So welcome to the show, Pat. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here with you and share some time. Exactly. Myself included. Um, it's just super neat to have a Midwestern guest on the show as well, because we just always seem to relate in various aspects and socially, um, we just we just click, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. We do. You know, I always have a, I, I think I said this to you before that, you know, I can always pick a Midwesterner out of the crowd by how he talks, what they say, right. you know, and you know, you're, you're just, there's just that um, immediate camaraderie that right. you just feel connected to them, but we all came from the same basket, so to speak. Totally. Um, and it, it's it's a nice feeling, you know. I, I have a, a short, quick story about that. A friend of mine married a Midwestern girl. We we're all walking through Boston, and mm -hmm. she disappears. And he said, "Pat, what happened to my wife?" And I said, "Oh, she's back there helping somebody with directions." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. And, yeah. that, and and we and we laughed. He goes, "What is it with you, Midwestern?" <laughs> that's just how <laughs> <You know>? we roll. <laughs> that's that's just how we roll for sure. Exactly. And, that, and it and it feels good. It definitely does. I completely agree with you. Yeah. So on today's show, what you're going to learn is about few hum common health symptoms that may not seem like problems, but end up developing into health issues, what they mean, and what you can do about it today. So before we dive into that, Dr. Pat, I have a few questions for you. Where did you grow up and what was your childhood and family like in regards to health? Um, so I grew up in the Midwest in Michigan, south mm -hmm. of Detroit, um, mm -hmm. and um, a suburb at the time that was up and coming. Mm -hmm. And um, my family, the thing that I remember most about growing up is that we had a vegetable garden. Mm -hmm. And the vegetable garden had fun things and it had cucumbers, it had tomatoes, it had lettuce, it had carrots and, you know, and it had zucchini and squash. And if we didn't grow it, the Italian people who lived next door mm -hmm. had it, you oh, know, and, we, and everyone just shared a lot of those types of groceries. And my favorite childhood snack when I was a kid was raw rhubarb. Oh. And I would put salt on it because it was so crunchy mm. and it just mm -hmm. makes your mouth water. And right. most people, when I tell that to, they almost make the sign of the cross. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 
they, they can't believe that I still even mm -hmm. actually eat it. Um, mm -hmm. and, but that's my memory of it. My mother always had fresh food um, and she certainly grew up from the depression. So she always mm -hmm. had organic food right. that wasn't called organic. It was normal food at the time. Mm -hmm. Now today we have to call organic and you get to be, you pay a premium for that type of food right. because it seems to be quite rare. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I completely relate because growing up in, at my grandma's, um, she had a huge garden and she was very similar where, you know, this garden was huge because you had to make sure you had enough produce through the whole summer and then you would can it and she had fresh rhubarb as well and she would make um, different desserts and dishes using that and you know it was all organic she didn't mm -hmm. use pesticides and it was just such a blessing to be able to have that and grow up with that right for sure mm -hmm. you know and you know when i was growing up my favorite cartoon character was popeye hmm. and popeye ate spinach so so did i oh, and i yes. ate a lot of it <laughs> and you grew those muscles <laughs> For sure. For oh, people yes. who know Popeye is, or you have to Google it. <laughs> right, right. Who he is, I can relate. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I didn't grow up necessarily yeah. with him on the shows um, as often. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, so what got you into health? Because, you know, you've been doing this for years. What got you into it? Well, um, I always, you know, I've always had a liking for science. And mm -hmm. when I was in fourth grade, um, I put a project together for my science project in which my teacher actually entered into the state of Michigan uh, for the science fair from schools. Mm -hmm. And so I came in second um, in, wow. the, in the state for this project. And what it was, it was an acid-base indicator. So I mm -hmm. my father worked for Allied Chemicals at the time, and I called him up and asked him if he could bring me home some phenolphthalein. Mm -hmm. Now, people <laughs> even today go, what the heck's phenolphthalein? Right. Well, phenol <laughs> phenolphthalein, you know, we use elastic pickle jars. It was very rustic, mm -hmm. you know, uh, display. But you put phenolphthalein in, it's an acid-base indicator. And so mm -hmm. they put it a lot of times in beer to preserve it, like Budweiser, I believe, mm, still has it. Mm -hmm. and, and so that was like, you know, something that led me to that. I would do like personal experiments like, oh, so it's really cool. cold outside. If it's cold and I equalize the temperature inside my body and got my temperature down a little mm -hmm. bit, maybe the cold wouldn't feel so bad because we all know Midwestern winters oh. um, can be a nightmare. You can relate so all too much I with that. I got a popsicle, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and I ate my popsicle outside when I was walking. And it was really interesting. Either it was my mindset hmm. that if I ate it and it wasn't going to be cold and it was a placebo effect or it actually happened. I've never tried to repeat wow. that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you know, it's like if I get bored this winter and I'm someplace that is really cold, <laughs> then I will, you know, I might actually go grab a popsicle, which I have not eaten one since I was probably about ten. Right, same. And, <laughs> you know, and because just because there's so much sugar in it, you oh, know, and, um, mm -hmm. corn syrup or whatever else they right. put in it, mm -hmm. and I just don't eat those kind of foods. I don't gravitate mm -hmm. those towards those kind of foods anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of like you know that in a little bit of a nutshell and. Mm -hmm. How I actually got interested in chiropractic is a friend of mine told me I should be a chiropractor, mm -hmm. that I had all the background for it. I had all the pre-med, you know, because it's the same mm -hmm. curriculum. And then, you know, I just said, no, I'm not going to go. And then I hurt mm -hmm. my shoulder when I was waiting on tables in a restaurant. And mm -hmm. I went, I ended up calling them up. I said, who should I go see around here? It's just killing me. So mm -hmm. I went in to see this um, doctor, chiropractor in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And mm -hmm. he 
I really didn't sync with him and mm -hmm. I didn't get what he was, what the idea of right. chiropractic was about from mm -hmm. him. But I knew more about chiropractic from my friend who just started school. Mm -hmm. And so I decided after my examination and talking to this guy that if he could do it, so mm -hmm. could I. Right. And that decision that, that was, I believe, put in front of me to have mm -hmm. happen. So that would be my direction that I would take. And I've never mm -hmm. looked back. It's been a really, it's mm -hmm. been wonderful helping sick people get well and well people mm -hmm. to maintain their wellness. That's really amazing. Great. And it's such an inspiration too for listeners because there's so many people that, you know, think, oh, maybe I, I can't quite do that. Or, you know, it's a, a lot of work and I feel like I'm too much in a routine and you took that step and you said, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn how to do this. And that's inspiring for others. If they're trying to, you know, work on their health and get better and optimize their body, you can do it. And so you're such an inspiration to that. And it's just a great, great background story. Well, I believe that when you have your health, you know, you have a thousand dreams and a thousand possibilities. And when you don't have it, you mm -hmm. only have one. You're right. constantly struggling. You always feel like you're a burden to those that you love, mm -hmm. you know, and that doesn't feel good. And the more you don't feel good, the more you're not going to be healthy, mm -hmm. you know? So having that mindset shift and doing things, because there's always something you can do. I believe mm -hmm. that full heart and soul mm -hmm. that when I'm, someone tells me no matter what stage of something that they got going on, there's always something that they can do mm -hmm. to up their game for their health. Right. And talking with you earlier about how, you know, there was a switch for yourself along with myself at 15, 16 years old, where we saw ourselves, you know, gaining weight and we chose to do something oh, about that. <laughs> you remember that story. I do. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I did, um, I'm, you know, in the God of the Vita was, mm -hmm. um, a song and when I was 15 or 16 that was very popular and I wanted to be thin I wanted to date I wanted to have you know a good body and I was chubby mm. and so I decided that I was going to change what kinds of foods that I ate, what type of exercise that I did. Mm -hmm. And I love to dance. I mean, mm. I'm from Detroit, Motown, you, everyone oh, loves yes. to dance. It's like, it's in your <laughs> DNA there. Um, and so I would put the music on and I would dance. I would do specific exercises for mm -hmm. 20 minutes and mm -hmm. I would do them every day, Monday through Friday. I don't remember if I did them on the weekends, you know, but I would mm -hmm. listen to this music and I would, you know, dance around and I cut out things like pasta, rice, and bread mm -hmm. um, and cut out McDonald's mm -hmm. um, and because that's where we would go to hang out. Right. That was the place that people that went to go hang to out. It was, there were, they, we didn't have shopping malls then. So mm -hmm. says, but <laughs> that's where people went. McDonald's is where, you know, it was the shopping mall of the time. And so you would go in there and have a Coke, a shake and a burger, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And like, you know, or go to Burger King, you know, mm -hmm. or one of those kind of places, because that was, you know, just uh, an introductory type place. Mm -hmm. And so um, the, um, it, it was, it was, it was a good time mm -hmm. to like, you know, have like that, that mindset shift that has stuck with me and carried with me. As a matter of fact, I've, you know, I've maintained that weight ever since then. Mm, wow. And we're talking more than a couple decades. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's once again, it's just, you know, inspiring for listeners to hear that where you can make that change and you chose to make that change at 15, 16. I remember myself included, you know, gaining a little bit of weight at that age. And I chose to, you know, cut out a lot of, you know, unhealthy carbs, start eating healthier and making those switch switches and um, choosing to bike ride every single morning. And it was just like that. And I saw the weight, you know, 
I just lost it and I maintained it ever since. And it, it's something that can be attained. And if we did it at 15, 16 and maintain it, it can be done. And mm-hmm. you just have to really make those habit switches and stick to it and be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lifestyle choices or good lifestyle choices, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we used to call those habits, like, you know, choosing ha- good habits. Right. Now it's just like, now it's like, oh, lifestyle choices, you know, but <laughs> people don't know how to make lifestyle mm-hmm. choices. They don't know how to make good ones and they don't, and they get uh, swayed by what they read on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and they don't have, or, or like, you know, the, the doctor of the hour that's giving his mm-hmm. dissertation on whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, on Facebook and the, or, or on Twitter or something mm-hmm. like that. And, um, and they, they're not you know, like researching their own, you know, information mm-hmm. and finding out exactly where their problems at. Right. And once you get into a habit and a routine of life, it becomes an inconvenience to make those little changes. And you have to say, no, I'm not going to let it inconvenience me because I know it's going to be worth it in the long run. So um, yeah, great points right there. So diving into the meat of our show, Um, Let's just go right off the bat with what is one small common health symptom that many women may experience um, that may not think it's a big deal, but could lead to it down the road? Overthinking. Mm. Um, There's three things that cause sickness. One's trauma, Mm -hmm. one's toxin, and the other one is thoughts. Mm. And not getting a handle on thoughts can reverse some of the good things that you're doing for trauma or toxins. And what I mean by trauma is biomechanics mm-hmm. and structures function. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in actuality, people have their first trauma when they're born. Nine mm-hmm. out of 10 babies come out of the chute with some subluxation and some stress mm-hmm. to the neck because they're being pulled out and mm-hmm. twisted. And then it doesn't really heal very well. So unless they're adjusted right away and they have some type of care, then you don't mm-hmm. have that. It, it's kind of sticks there and yeah. it kind of festers, you know, and then you fall mm-hmm. off a bike mm-hmm. and then you get in a car accident. You fall out of a tree, mm-hmm. you climb a tree, you're swinging. You know, there's so many things right. that happen to kids. I mean, like kids, like, you know, how they start to gain strength by crawling on the floor and pushing themselves up, mm-hmm. you know, and they have to pick their head up, which is the heaviest thing that's on them at that moment. Right. right? right. <laughs> you know, so the, the, the neck is a pivot place. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. And it's, it's funny you bring that up because I was talking in a previous um, episode of mine where it doesn't just start your health and your genetics and everything. It doesn't just start at birth, but you know, it can go back generations as to, you know, the trauma your grandparents may have experienced. And that can, you know, unless, you know, you do work on yourself to heal that, if you don't, it can oftentimes, you know, go from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the other two T's on that, we were first said thoughts and we went to trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, toxins is huge, especially in this day and time. Like nobody mm-hmm. ever thought that spraying mosquito insecticide <laughs> back in the 50s and 60s would affect your health 30 right. years down the line. But the thing is, is that when you breathe those types of things in fertilizer, pesticides, herbicides, mm-hmm. You know, and it's like if something has a side in it, like CIDE, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it kills something, it's probably ultimately if you have high right. exposure to that or exposure to it, going to kill you. Right. Um, I saw a, a guy down in Florida uh, about a year and a half ago spraying something out of a bottle. And I said, well, what is that? 
-hmm. And he said Roundup. And um, that was exactly how he said it with that accent. And so I said, how come you're not wearing a mask? And he said, well, it doesn't hurt you. I said, you know, it's carcinogenic. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, he goes, he goes, it doesn't hurt you unless you breathe it. And I said, well, it's kind of like you're spraying it in front of you. Where do you right. think the vapors go? Mm -hmm. um, and there's then a couple of seconds later, his grandchildren came running across the grass barefoot. And I said, <laughs> what about them? Mm -hmm. You know, there's, you've got to take a look at where your taxes mm -hmm. are coming from drinking, you know, extreme temperatures, either hot or cold out of plastic, mm -hmm. freezing stuff in plastic mm -hmm. or in microwave, you know, is extreme temperatures for plastic. And when that happens, those plastics leach into the food that you're right. eating or drinking. Mm -hmm. So the toxins can come from that. It can come from chemicals that are in foods. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you, the thought process, especially for women, you know, it's just like we overthink, we, you know, you, you sit there and you're thinking in the middle of the night about mm -hmm. um, something that happened during the daytime mm -hmm. and that stuff that's happening during the daytime, you're ruminating about it all day long, like mm -hmm. how somebody said something to you, hurt your feelings or, mm -hmm. you know, and if you don't get a handle on that, that can undo the, you know, the things that you did to get rid of all those toxins and have a clean green environment in your house, mm -hmm. in your, in your car, wherever you're at. And right. also going to the chiropractor for the alignment of those uh, biomechanics, mm -hmm. you know, of the trauma parts so that you get a handle on that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, cause thoughts, you know, will affect how your stomach feel. Right. Depression where they used to think depression was um, the, where they thought depression was, like a, a mind issue, they now mm -hmm. know it's a gut issue. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And it's crazy because our gut, our stomach, and you know, the stomach is essentially like almost like the brain of the body where however the health is of your gut, it's going to correlate and affect the rest of your body, the, your brain health, your mental focus, um, the amount of fatigue you may be experiencing. It all comes down to How's your gut and what are you eating? And it's just crazy how the stomach can affect all of that in the gut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and more. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And it's, it seems to be that, you know, stress is what you're really ultimately leading to. And it's crazy how stress is almost like that overarching um, problem area for so many people. And it, that's what triggers the inflammation in our bodies. That's what triggers, you know, it, and we may not realize it at the moment and, but little bits over time, like the roundup, you may not notice, you know, the side effects of breathing that in, but over time that's going to build up. And if you're not eating properly, if you're not detoxifying properly, then that's going to bring problems later on. And you might not think, oh, this disease I have now is from, you know, the roundup and all the pesticides that I had earlier in life and throughout life. But it, you know, over time it built up. It does. You know, and people don't, you know, they, when they say like, well, how did I get sick? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and because you can have an exposure to something that hits your gut, mm -hmm. you absorb it. And those toxins, when the body gets overwhelmed with toxins and the liver can't process the detoxification mm -hmm. function anymore, what happens is, is that those toxins get, stud, uh, get stored in blood, mm -hmm. brain, bone, and fat. That's, mm -hmm. that's huge because it's, it's like, you know, it's like a, um, it's like a, your bank account, you know, you mm -hmm. want $100,000 in your bank account right. and you keep on putting $5 in here, $5 in, you know, there, and right. you're getting closer. And then, you know, 
um, something happens and the bank closes or what, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and you found like you're you know depleted, so you've got to um, replenish the bank of nutrition for your body mm -hmm. in order to really be healthy. Right, right. So thinking about all these things, you talk about trauma, you talked about um, two others, various aspects that lead to you know diseases and problems over time. Um, what can women do to, you know, be proactive about that and stop that cycle? And so later on, they're not experiencing these greater problems because of the little things right now. Well, what I tell women to do is like, for instance, you know, we'll use an example, like I can't sleep and mm -hmm. something is ruminating in your mind. Mm -hmm. You've got to ask yourself the question, mm -hmm. is there anything I can do about whatever it is mm -hmm right now. Mm -hmm. And if there is, stop everything else that you're doing and go mm -hmm. out and do it. Mm -hmm. Fix the problem. Mm -hmm. If you can't, you know, especially if you're sleeping, just write it down. Mm -hmm. You know, just like, you know, talk to, you know, Simone tomorrow because she hurt my feelings, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, and, and speaking of like feelings and feeling that thin, thin skin, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, people, choose to be offended. People always argue with me about that, mm -hmm. you know, then they get offended. Mm -hmm. um, but being offended is a choice. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just like, right. if something, if you don't like something, move on. You know, you mm -hmm. don't like something someone says on Facebook, mm -hmm. move on. It's, mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world. What right. is the end of the world is how, what happens in your environment affects how you think, feel, and move better. And if you don't have those components and they're not well greased mm -hmm. and they're not well balanced, then you have other behaviors that come out, you mm -hmm. know, anxiety, fear, you know, sweating, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, like a, a little health hack to tell mm -hmm. women about is cocoa butter. Mm -hmm. And cocoa, cocoa butter, butter is really, cocoa mm -hmm. butter, because it's really wow. great because it, 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 you know, if you, if what you put on your skin is absorbed, um, at 65%, make sure you read the labels mm -hmm. and make sure you know your inert ingredients <laughs> mm -hmm. of what you're putting on your body. And if, you know, and so cocoa butter has the ability to go in and it helps raise that natural, I love everybody. That, it's that mm -hmm. bonding hormone wow. that women have with other people. You know, so cool. it's just like, like, I think there's a lot of it in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think so people. too. <laughs> you know, we grow so a lot of cocoa butter you know, around here. <laughs> you know, so places that you can do it on is you could have someone, you know, massage your feet. I mean, who doesn't like their feet massage mm -hmm. and, you know, or else, you know, behind the neck on places where you have thin skin, mm -hmm. like on the, um, the, the, the underside know, of yeah. your arm, mm -hmm. you know, so if you turn your palm, so of your hand, so this facing forward, that's mm -hmm. the part that you want to put it on, on that side, mm -hmm. you know, so you can do things to help, you know, create a lot less stress, right? you know, and you just have to ask yourself, is, is it worth getting upset about mm -hmm. or overthinking about right now, mm -hmm. you know, and how is this going to affect me tomorrow, five years down the line, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and, and then really like place that in. And also, you know, the other thing is to eat really clean, mm -hmm. you know, when, yeah. and, you know, you, you need the right amount of protein, fats, and carbohydrates when you're mm -hmm. eating mm -hmm. in, in the right proportion. Because if you have ones really out of too much of out of balance, then mm -hmm. you're going to have things like you either have fuzzy thinking, foggy thinking, you're going to have bloat in your stomach, you're going to have mm -hmm. pain, that kind of stuff, right. which is never pleasant no matter 
if you're right. male or female. And, and it's a sign <laughs> and it's exactly. And it's a sign that something's off. I mean, you shouldn't be experiencing bloating or fatigue and it's your body telling you, you ate something wrong or, you know, the body's not doing well. So you need to take some different steps or different approaches next time and do something to heal it. Um, right. And taking that whole foods approach, it sounds like is a huge takeaway as well as to, you know, healing your body. Well, a lot of people don't pay attention to a lot of signs and symptoms that are meaningless. Mm -hmm. um, you know, basically they think that they're meaningless, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, I ate something and, um, or they take their vitamins on an empty stomach, you know, and they're mm -hmm. like have some stomach pain. Well, the acid in your stomach probably is not churning up right. to be able to break that down appropriately is the reason why they're just sitting there, mm -hmm. you know, and also like, you know, when you're like when you're like food combining. So for mm -hmm. me, I always say, fix the gut, change your life. Mm -hmm. You've got to go, you, you've got to know where to start your health journey and you can't mm -hmm. leave it to some book who tells you I'm not sleeping well. So now I have to take mm -hmm. melatonin. Mm -hmm. and, and then you don't know how much to really take for mm -hmm. your body weight and you know, for a, a um, type of prescription, so to speak. Um, that is going to work for you. And then when you take it, does that affect some other like substance in your mm -hmm. body that's needed like serotonin or tryptophan? Mm -hmm. And like, where does that, like, how does that work? Because serotonin is the biggest element people used to mm -hmm. think it was only in the brain. The, um, the highest level of serotonin is in your gut, mm -hmm. you know, so that gut brain connection is really, really, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Right. So it sounds like a lot of big takeaways are, you know, working on your mindset and your mental health and not letting others control you. I often think about um, the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where, you know, you want to work on being dependent on people and their emotions controlling you and move from that mindset to interdependence and not letting people's emotions and what they think about you control how you feel and control you know, the stress you have in your body. Yes, maybe take what they say into account, but not let yourself stew on it. And, you know, cause that'll build stress over time and that overall will inflame your body. And then the foods as well, like mm -hmm. you were saying. Mm -hmm. Well, self-esteem is huge for women, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that, and, you know, paying attention to like, you know, um, when something like that happens, I, I really love, I have a more of a, a growing practice um, and a sidekick thing that I love doing with women because there's so many women like you and me who want to tackle the whole world, mm -hmm. make it easy for everybody because we're always taking care of somebody else, mm -hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, if not in the middle of the day, we feel very depleted. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many women, when I say that to them, they go, that's me, <laughs> you know? And so I help women get a handle on that mm -hmm. and move into a thing that I call Einstein's time mm -hmm. and get things done with spare time for themselves and for those that matter, mm -hmm. you know? So Einstein's time is like, you know, girls will say, um, some guys get this guys with big hearts, kind hearted mm -hmm. men get it. It's <laughs> just like, I want to get in my groove. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll hear women, you know, say that like, you know, like I'm not in my vibe, mm -hmm. you know, and when you're not things are, it's like taking sandpaper over your life. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't, right. it doesn't feel good. So there's, it, it, you know, it takes a mindset shift, that mm -hmm. paradigm shift, almost like the world is not flat, that it's brown. Mm -hmm. And then you have that big aha moment. Mm -hmm. That's right. cool. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing the look on a woman's face when I'm lecturing and they get that. You know, because they don't have to let 
those fears that really anchor them or that family pattern that might be very mm-hmm. dysfunctional. We all come from dysfunctional families. Mm-hmm. The question is like, recognize it, move on. You know, mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. anything you can do about it? Like I always say, do it. If mm-hmm. not, move on. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can, there's like, do right. things that are proactive and very positive for you to do right. physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially. Totally. Totally. It's really, yeah, it's really a mindset shift and working on those habits, um, developing those habits that, you know, work on your mind because your mind controls a lot. And, you know, we talked about earlier, the mind is connected to the stomach. So it's neat how you connected those two, the mindset with, you know, nutrition as well. And um, over the past few months, I've really been working on, you know, high performance habits and switching my mindset. So I, you know, I'm less stressed and realizing, okay, can I do anything in this moment? If I can't, like you were saying, move on. If I can, you know, do what I can to, you know, heal it, fix it, but not let myself stress over it and just take a very, you know, stable approach to it, not be reactionary. So you just said something interesting that reminded Mm -hmm. me of something. And um, in February, I worked in an office. And when I was working in the office, I had people, you know, I was in Einstein's time because mm-hmm. I had, um, I was a visiting doctor in an office and people kind of knew me because I visited there more than once. Mm-hmm. But the thing about women, I know so many women who apologize all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Right. And they say, I'm sorry more than they say any other word in that and in a day. Mm-hmm. And they're always apologizing for somebody for not doing something right or what they don't think is right. Or, you know, it says, no, I need you to sit over here. Instead, they go, I'm sorry. You know, and what I really coach women on so that they get into their vibe is that they don't have to ever say they're sorry. They just have to say, okay, that happened. So what can I do to fix it? Mm -hmm. You want me to sit over there? Then you just get up and move over there and you sit Mm -hmm. there and do it. Right. Right. It's almost, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's a a big shift. Right. It really is. I completely agree with you. Um, So those were a few big takeaways that I was grabbing from it. Um, with the mindset and, you know, nutrition, what are, are there any other big takeaways um, you want listeners to grab from this episode that kind of, you know, sum up what you were explaining with those little side effects that people may be experiencing and what they can do to heal from it? Well, I think that when somebody has a lot of symptoms going on and they keep on asking their friends or their family, you know, um, have you ever had this before? You know, that they need to stop doing that because what they need to do is they need to find out where they have the problem. Right. And what's undermining their health and what's undermining their immune system. Mm-hmm. And one way that you can do that is to, you know, my MO is to, I don't want to guess mm-hmm. on anybody's health. I want to have some definitive information so I can help people make better decisions and make, um, you know, make sense of complex and convoluted problems and mm-hmm. challenging situations, whether it's mind, body or soul, mm-hmm. um, and find a better way. Mm-hmm. with simple solutions that get you unstuck, move you forward to the next step, mm-hmm. and with a better, faster, measurable result kind of mm-hmm. outcome. Right. And the way that I do that when I first meet somebody and a tool that I use with people mm-hmm. is I use the questionnaire that's in my book. Mm-hmm. And the questionnaire that's in my book is called, my book is titled, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? Mm-hmm. And you can find out where your health's your your weakest and strongest health links are and you can mm-hmm. find out how your health is patterning right now mm-hmm. not five years ago 
not tomorrow, and mm -hmm. what you can do today to go from point A to point C. So mm -hmm. people say to me like, well, I'm not sick, fat, or tired because they think that, you know, tired, mm -hmm. you know, it's like when you're tired, you go to sleep and you don't mm -hmm. really give it a lot of thought, but having good proper sleep is important. Right. And people say like, well, I'm not fat, you know, but they don't know how much internal fat, which can be detrimental around organs mm -hmm. exists. Right. And then people, sickness takes a long time to, to, you know, to manifest, you know, so it starts like, you know, if you plant a seed, you know, and you put, you know, like a bunch of seeds together and you put mm -hmm. them in a plastic bag, they'll eventually die, right? Because mm -hmm. they will not be able to sprout, they can't grow. Right. When you're sick and you encompass that sickness in your body, it can fester in many different ways. Mm -hmm. So if you have a weak genetic link for something mm -hmm. and you continue to eat like your parents have eaten and how your grandparents are eating, you can start to manifest some of those same signs and symptoms that you genetically mm -hmm. are presupposed to because you haven't changed anything. Right. And if you don't do anything to change mm -hmm. your diet, your exercise, how you sleep, what your attitude is every day, you mm -hmm. know, and the structure function component, then, you know, there's like, you know, you will probably more than likely manifest the same things that everybody else has right. in your, and you know, in your family gene pool. Mm -hmm. You know, claim so it can, as genetic because yeah. you haven't changed anything and right. you're continuing the genetic line. Well, you change your constitution mm -hmm. by changing your diet, how you exercise and how you move, how much good sleep or not good sleep that you're getting mm -hmm. and the positive mental attitude and by getting adjusted. So you, because structure is function mm -hmm. and you know, the, the spinal cord and extremities all go back to the brain. The brain, the brain is the master system of the mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. So what I find for people who I engage with and who look in my book and do that, they kind of go like, oh, and the cool thing about this is you don't have to work with me. <laughs> you can if you want to, because mm -hmm. I work virtually, but you can take this as someone who's trained in reading this type of chart in here. This will be your first test mm -hmm. um, chart to somebody who can read it and say like, hey, doc, I want to advocate for myself. Hey, Doc, mm -hmm. why do I have a high score if I answer mm -hmm. these questions in here like X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. you know, and right. how does that relate to the rest of my chart? You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's a rhyme and there's a reason and you've got to figure out where that fine-tuned balance is and you want to take the next best step. You don't want to like read a book and take melatonin. That would be not necessarily your next best step if you've mm -hmm. got a gut problem because mm -hmm. you're probably not absorbing the melatonin anyway. Right, right. You've got to fix, you got, you've got to go back to basics. Mm -hmm. When the proverbial crap hits the fan, yep. you know, you got to know where to go and start that health journey to get to the next part. Exactly. Exactly. So many great takeaways. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. Um, yeah. I know I already ordered your book. You can grab Dr. Pat's book, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired, off of Amazon. And these chapters in the book, like um, she was explaining, will help streamline your focus and pinpoint where a potential problem exists in your health. Um, super great stuff. It's awesome to be able to kind of investigate your health and her book will do a great job of that for you. Um, before we end the show, one of my favorite parts of it is the rapid fire questions I have at the end. So let's go for it. First question is most influential woman that you have in your life or had in your life? Mm, most influential woman. Um, Julie Coghlan. Mm. And she was my mentor. She, she um, when I was growing up, 
you know, she taught me, she was my neighbor and she was kind of my mentor growing up. Um, and she taught me that anything's possible. Mm. There you go. And, you know, you did a lot of things already just to honor that and what she told you. <laughs> Very cool. Um, favorite food. My favorite food is caviar. Mm, interesting. And now do you put it on anything or just plain or what do you prefer? Um, eggs. Mm. I'll put it on eggs. I'll have it with coffee sometimes in the morning or else I'll have it for a special treat, like for my birthday. Oh, very neat. Very neat. Are you a past, present or future thinker? Um, I'm definitely not a past thinker. <laughs> um, I'm very much in the moment and I make plans for the future. Mm, cool. Favorite travel destination or dream destination? Favorite travel destination that I go to is Italy. Mm. And um, the, my favorite two cities in Italy are Santa Margherita, Liguria. Mm. Actually, there's three. Verona and Positano. Oh, Positano. I was in Sorrento, and so it was nearby and uh, beautiful. The coastline. I love uh, it. Sorrento is my second. It's mm. like that, it, it rates right up there. I mean, there's oh. so many wonderful places to go in really? Italy that yes. you just, you always feel like you want to hug a tree. <laughs> or, it, yes, so or, true. You know, because it's just so like, you know, like uh, everything smells good, look good. Mm -hmm. People are so friendly and they're really quite nice. Oh, completely agree. Very cool. If you had unlimited funds, what health gadgets or tools would you buy? Huh. Um, what health tool I would want to know, um, I would exercise my brain, mm. you know, so I would, you know, work with an app that made my brain worked functionally for different, you know, segments. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an app that I use right now that it doesn't even come to mind. Um, <laughs> but I use it. I it's my go-to thing that I do in the morning. Um, I would like, I like the bicycle. You know, so um, I would get a bike. I don't have a bike right now. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I would get something that weighs food. Hmm. Because when I look at, you know, portioning out proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, mm -hmm. I would want the right tools to use. Mm -hmm. And so it's like my book, which I consider my book kind of like a tour guide. When you go someplace, mm -hmm. you want to know how to, na to navigate getting around Paris, if you don't know Paris, is you don't definitely want to end up in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's the same thing. I would, I'd want those kind of tools to support me. So it's just like when I want to balance out protein, fats, and carbohydrates, I want it made so simple that I could look at something eventually and then say, oh, that's three ounces. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, yeah, it's a right. non, it, it's, so you can go out and you can live your life as opposed to life living you and mm -hmm. not be restricted by that. Mm-hmm. Fresh awesome. is an important one. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Very cool. I love hearing people's responses to those questions because they always have something different. So I love listening to that. Awesome. So how can listeners connect with you, Dr. Pat? Well, they can find me on my website. Mm -hmm. um, and that's healthteamnetwork.com. Mm -hmm. They can buy my book, which will have all that information in it. Um, on Amazon, as you pointed out. Mm -hmm. I'm on LinkedIn for my socials. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Those awesome. are my three main ones that I use for communicating with people and posting things upon health. But the, cool. um, my, 
that is, that's the best way. And, um, and in the book in the back of it has all the ways to get a hold of me, including my awesome. Email. And I'll link it in the show notes as well, along with um, everything we cover today. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat Ballone. It was such an honor being able to speak with you and hearing about your stories and your experience. It's, it's incredible how much experience you've had. So. Well, you know, April, one of the things I always believe in and I fall back on all the time is that I've never met a person who wasn't important. Mm, I love that. Great takeaway. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. You're, you're very, very much an inspiration for you know, listeners and myself. And thank you for doing what you do. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it.